Hello and welcome to this episode of OPI Talk. I'm your host Heike Diekmann and I'm joined today by two people. Greg Gibson, Vice President and General Manager, North American Papers at International Paper and Matt Dodd, Senior Executive Director of Corporate Philanthropy at City of Hope. Greg, as many of OPI's readers and OPI Talk listeners, certainly the US ones will know, is this year's National Business Products Industry Spirit of Life honoree. NBPI has been supporting City of Hope for over 40 years, raising more than $220 million during that time. This fundraising year has been like no other, of course, with so many physical events cancelled. One of these is the City of Hope Tour, typically held in February. As Matt will explain, this is being replaced by a virtual tour in mid-June, preceded by a final push for the NBPI's personal giving campaign. Matt and Greg are joining me early in their day, later mine, from the City of Hope campus in Southern California and IP's HQ in Memphis, Tennessee. Good morning, Greg and Matt, and thank you for joining me today and to talk a little bit about City of Hope and our industry's connection with this amazing medical research centre. Let's start with you, Greg. How did you become involved in City of Hope? About 30 years ago, I was introduced to City of Hope through Irwin Helford. At that point in time, I was calling on uh, Viking Office products, and as I was having conversations with Irwin, he introduced me to City of Hope and told me a little bit about how the uh, National Business Products was supporting City of Hope. And he invited me to go on a tour of City of Hope. And I did that the, the following year. And from that moment of walking onto the campus of City of Hope, I knew it was a special place and a place that um, uh, was uh, something that I wanted to support. And also I wanted my company, uh, International Paper, to support. And we've been strong advocates of City of Hope for over the, the last 30 years, both in terms of attending the uh, really fun events, uh, as well as now being a uh, board member for the National Products uh, Association. I, I think there's two real values in City of Hope. Uh, one is all the wonderful work that City of Hope does in terms of the treatment of cancer and diabetes and um, coronavirus, actually. Uh, but additionally, what City of Hope does is it allows for a platform uh, for uh, people to get together with um, other companies within the National Business Products Association and develop relationships and to discuss business and to uh, move business forward. And so, you know, that's the real value, I think, uh, in terms of City of Hope, both in terms of medical advances as well as uh, building uh, uh, strong business relationships that help each other's business be successful. Business and networking aside, I believe you also have a very personal reason to be involved. Yes. Uh, so um, when I was about three years old, my uh, father passed away of cancer. And um, also I've been in, involved with uh, JDRF and um, with di its fight around diabetes. And as I've learned more about City of Hope, they do just remarkable work in terms of research and uh, and in terms of how to eradicate different forms of cancer as well as diabetes. And so those two causes uh, are very special to me. And uh, it makes it even more impactful in terms of why I want to stand behind City of Hope in a very significant way. You've already briefly alluded to coronavirus, Greg. It must have been a hell of a year for City of Hope, Matt. 
in every way. It has. It has indeed for all of us. Uh, like all the businesses and every everyone everywhere uh, had to turn on a dime and really uh, deal with something completely unexpected. And as you would imagine, um, you know, City of Pope, as they as they do, just responded so incredibly well, uh, in my view, just in terms of the what the magnitude of what was required. Uh, you know, getting suddenly all of so many staff working from home, uh, you know, uh, getting set up uh, to be able to continue their good work. Uh, the new protocols and procedures in terms of keeping ultimate safety for, uh, for the patients and nurses and healthcare providers uh, at City of Hope, uh, what a massive undertaking that uh, and transformation that was. Uh, and, and it just, it worked out as well as could be expected, you know, that you could possibly expect, uh, you know, the, the patients and the, the workers really are, are caseload. We set aside maybe six beds or so uh, for in case there was a COVID-related uh, outbreak of an individual or whatnot. Uh, I don't know that any time those were full. Uh, I, I think they're oftentimes the, they were there but not used. Uh, and so the caseloads are really, really minimal. The safety was, was uh, just really, really well executed. And uh, so you're right. It's been a crazy year, but, um, but, but through it all, uh, City of Hope continue to, to, to plow ahead uh, with research efforts, uh, the treatment of patients. I, I think uh, I heard just the other day that we treated uh, more patients and more outpatients this year than ever before and any other year, even during this difficult time. Uh, so again, just a true testament to professionals at City of Hope. Uh, and so, so, so proud of everyone involved. What about the event side of things? How much is it all about the physical fundraising events? besides just being so sad and, and missing everybody, the connectivity to your peers and to your business partners, even competitors, uh, to get to know them better as individuals and, and uh, to socialize and build on your relationships and improve uh, business. And uh, there's so many positives in terms of, besides the great fundraising of, of us getting together. So that, that's just sorely, sorely missed and been hearing that universally from everybody um, as they just can't wait to get back. But the good news from, especially from the business products fundraising point of view is the diversity of our fundraising. Uh, unlike some of our other industry verticals, which really are um, focused just on events and for the main part of their fundraising, uh, we're diversified in raising our monies each year in, in different ways. So um, say the 15 million that we typically raise each year now, uh, uh, 33%, about a third is, is through events. The other two thirds and the bulk of it is through a variety of non-event related activities um, led by our uh, direct mail corporate matching gift programs. We have eight sponsored uh, such mailings that go out uh, kind of evenly throughout the year. And the response uh, from, uh, from supporters and uh, people who care about cancer and diabetes uh, from those mailings has, is astounding. Uh, we raise roughly $8 million from those uh, mailings uh, each and every year. And so, and again, without the eight uh, sponsors, the, the $100,000 match sponsors from our corporate partners, there is no obviously corporate matching gift program. So it, it starts with that and, uh, you know, that's great success. But we also have uh, quite a few companies that engage in product sales, promotional activities that, uh, you know, uh, five cents uh, for this item or 10 cents or a dollar from that item. And with every sale, uh, more uh, is donated to City of Hope. Um, personal giving program, which I think we'll touch base a little bit later, but uh, um, the industry not only supports and activating uh, uh, corporate funding from their organizations, 
but they also support personally. And it's and it, at levels that is comfortable for everybody from, you know, $25 up to $25,000 and whatever everyone is, is comfortable and wanting to do to make a difference that way. Uh, we have quite a few, uh, I think 20 or so uh, companies that engage in employee giving activities, car washes, bake sales in the old days when, when they were in the office, but uh, payroll deductions and things like that. Uh, raising uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars for City of Pope Beach here. Um, and we have foundations and, uh, that do um, that uh, support health and human services and some educational parts that we're involved with uh, that support us that way. And also some, uh, some corporate um, uh, national sponsorships for like Walk for Hope. And um, Staples has been a great longtime supporter of that event. And also our Summer Science STEM Academy for, for high age students. Uh, they're a big sponsor of that as well. So uh, again, all those activities rolled up to uh, to about $10 million, and we're on track to do the same this year. And fingers crossed on, on our events down the road in the later this summer. This year's campaign is called Sustain Hope. Why that particular tagline, Greg? Uh, it's a uh, good question. So we, uh, we got a group of people together from International Paper, and we asked ourselves um, what type of theme that's important to our company would also be important to this year's campaign and important to City of Hope. And as we are brainstorming that, we came up with the theme, which is Sustain Hope. And we came up for that came came up with that theme for two primary reasons. One is that uh, at International Paper, our business revolves around sustainability. Would be the paper we make, packaging, or pulp we make. It all is based upon a strong and vibrant forest. And we take a long-term approach, hundreds of years, to make sure that forest is maintained in a sustainable and growing way. And as you think about that concept and you then relate that concept to City of Hope, there's a strong parallel. And the parallel is this, which is if we take a look at the national business products uh, industry, as we spoke about earlier, we've been supporting City of Hope for over 40 years. And if you take a look at Stephanie's campaign last year and the campaign I'm leading this year, it's been in a COVID-challenged environment. And it would be very easy for us to have thrown in the towel and just said, you know what, we're going to have to take a pass from raising money for City of Hope. But that's not what this industry did. What this industry did is it sustained the campaign both last year and this year to make a meaningful difference to City of Hope. So whether it has to do with our business practice, international paper, or what the national business products industry has shown over the last 40 years, we felt that Sustain Hope was a very fitting theme for this year's campaign. The annual City of Hope campus tour in February was one of the casualties of COVID, but rather than cancelling it, you've adapted it and is now going to be virtual, I believe. Can you tell me a bit more about that, Matt? Absolutely. So again, uh, so saddened, but uh, it's got to be virtual. But we're going to make we're going to make a great event out of it for sure. And the the one benefit of, of going virtual and not being limited to space and and venue um, limitations is that it's it's unlimited. So we really encourage not only our our normal uh, every year supporters, but also asking them to invite others from their organizations to participate and watch and business partners that they work with and vendors and suppliers um, to broaden the, the awareness uh, of City Pope and what we do in the national business products industry fundraising campaign. So 
I expect our numbers in terms of viewership and people experiencing a, a virtual part of the tour will be much more significant than the, the typical 150 to 175 people that, that come out in person uh, under different circumstances. So that part, opportunity all the way. But as you imagine, uh, in, a, in a COVID uh, and, a, and just the virtual sense, uh, we've got to be mindful of keeping things uh, on the tight timeline. So that will be different. Typically, we spend four to six hours uh, walking the campus and hearing from different researchers and seeing facilities. So it's, uh, uh, that part will be different. It'll be an hour and a half long. And uh, we have a great lineup of speakers, as we always do. Uh, we'll, have, we'll hear from our CEO, uh, Robert Stone, our uh, chief philanthropy officer, Kristen Bertel. Uh, we have a series of, uh, of great researchers in uh, Dr. Zaya, Dr. Thurman, Dr. Priceman, who are gonna be talking about virus therapy and diabetes and immunotherapy. Uh, some of the cutting edge stuff that City of Hope is really leading the way on. Of course, we'll have a patient speaker and Greg, our honoree is gonna talk as well. Uh, and then we're gonna finish it off with the announcement of the 2021 um, National Business Products Industry City of Hope Hall of Famers. Uh, so we have two uh, really great individuals and executives and supporters uh, of City of Hope uh, named and slated this year. We are going to keep that a surprise until the announcement uh, on June 15th. Uh, but uh, again, couldn't uh, pick two more worthy individuals, uh, people we've known a, a long, long time and done so many things, not only in just activating support, but being great ambassadors to City of Hope at, at, at trade shows and events and things like that. Always talking up City of Hope, always encouraging others to get involved, other, you know, answering any questions that people might have about why, why do you support City of Hope? What, what is this? And uh, it's just invaluable to, to have that kind of support, uh, not only financially, but also spiritually and just, just getting people uh, feeling good about City of Hope and, and that awareness. So it's going to be a great event. Uh, looking forward to it. So am I. I've never been to the to the actual campus. I mean, so it'd be a great introduction. You mentioned the uh, the personal giving mat. Tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, for, yes, for sure. Part of the the fundraising we do, as we mentioned earlier, is, is personal giving. And uh, you know, Steve Hillier and OPI and 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 Joe Template have really led the way in kind of a peer to peer fundraising activity, as all of our fundraising is as our uh, personal giving co-chairs uh, and, and galvanizing interest and support in donating personally. And so it's something we've done for, for 20 years uh, as part of the fundraising campaign. Uh, a handful of years ago, we embarked on a, on a recent kind of goal uh, to raise $3 million over five years for the National Business Products Industry Chemical GMP Synthesis Facility. Uh, which is invaluable to what we do. So a side note to that, uh, City of Hope is completely unique in having not, I'll do LeBron James on you, not one, not two, but three GMP facilities on campus. And what that really do, does, it provides City of Hope the opportunity to really accelerate uh, the process from a, an idea to testing to treating patients uh, because we have the ability not to depend on large farm uh, to make the clinical materials required to do testing, uh, not only in the lab, but in patients. But we have the ability to do that right on campus ourselves. So when we have a great idea and we want to move along the science, we can immediately build that in the facilities, start to the testing, get to the efficacy of, of our idea, so that later on we can start uh, building out uh, you know products that will benefit patients around the world. So uh, it, it's huge what this group is supporting. 
We are on the home stretch of reaching our $3 million goal. We are a couple hundred thousand dollars uh, short. And, uh, and we, so we, we don't have much to go. We've raised a lot of money in a short amount of time. Uh, so we'll, fo- we'll focus um, the month of June, uh, those first couple weeks, uh, leading up to the virtual tour on June 15th and, and really focus our efforts on uh, activating um, support from personal giving and get us through the finish line uh, for our $3 million goal. Other than what you've just referred to from a personal giving side of things, what are the monies typically used for that are raised by our industry? In layman's terms, I mean. It's really about our research, new therapies, new treatments and cures that benefit uh, my favorite stat of all stats. Uh, over 100 million patients benefit from City Hope Breakthroughs each and every year. And that number just growing and growing and growing. So it shows the impact in terms of what City of Hope uh, has been able to accomplish along with this partnership with the business products industry. So, you know, really our areas of focus in a, in a broader sense uh, is kind of the next generation uh, of therapies. Uh, of course, we, give, we provide world-class patient care and we're best in class in that, no doubt. But uh, what is the next, uh, you know, the generation of, of therapies? Uh, immunotherapy is one that we are have led the way in. We're hearing a lot more about in the news and, and, and patients are being treated and utilizing immunotherapies today. Uh, and that's basically reprogramming uh, our own immune systems that fights and kills cancer every single day, um, but making them stronger and smarter with the ability to identify the type of cancer that you have. Uh, but really it's all about uh, precision medicine too. Uh, so many times uh, in the olden days and the olden days, what have you, but, you know, it would be a chemotherapy radiation that, that kills the good cells along with the bad. It just kind of just is a destroyer of this general area. And now therapies are uh, as, as technology has evolved and our, and our knowledge of everything has really fast tracked. Uh, I heard an interesting stat. I think it was in 1930s, uh, cancer knowledge doubled every 40 years or something like that. And now I think it doubles every two months. So that's how fast and rapid we are learning about uh, the disease. Fascinating stuff. And if I'm being totally honest, a little over my head. Um, going back to our industry involvement in the City of Hope, is it too early to talk about next year's Spirit of Life honoring? Oh, no, now that one's not a surprise. We, we announced that at the, during the, the Spirit of Life, the virtual one last year. And of course, that's, uh, that's Peter Scala of, uh, of Staples. And Staples and Peter, as you imagine, just very, very worthy honorees, have been incredible uh, supporters of City of Hope. I think this will be the third uh, Staples honoree. Um, Ron Sargent, I think in 2006, was an honoree, and Jay Mutchler uh, in 2011. And then Peter, of course, in, in 2022. Uh, I would have been so happy to add Joe Duty to that, um, but unfortunately he retired before we had the chance to, oh, to honor him. Otherwise he would have been definitely worthy and, and should have been an honoree, but it just didn't work out that way. But uh, all for just incredible organization, as everybody knows, uh, has been just loyal and steadfast uh, supporters and really leaders of, of this industry, um, galvanizing support in so many ways. And, um, you know, Staples again, uh, just uh, confirmed and announced through Peter, uh, you know, their their annual five hundred thousand um, dollar support program for City of Hope this year, which entails a variety of different. They're a direct mail sponsor. They're a sponsor of Walk for Hope. Uh, they they sponsor our summer STEM uh, high school science academy. 
they're involved in, in uh, numerous and all of our major uh, fundraising events. So uh, very worthy uh, uh, honoree for both Peter and Staples. And, uh, and they obviously, uh, they, they love and appreciate supporting uh, Greg this year and, and honorees of the future. And that's the great thing about this, this uh, what Greg touched on is just the continuum of this 40 year effort that, that, that folks and companies are not one and done when they're honorees. They, mm -hmm. they, they not only work hard in supporting during their honoree year, but they keep that same level of kind of passion and support for honorees that, are, that follow them. And it's, uh, if, if not for that, we would never been able to grow our campaign from what was roughly 3 million in 2003 to 15 million a year uh, now in, in, in the 2020s. So, um, a great testament to, to Greg and Peter and so many honorees that came before. Uh, we are one lucky group of people over here at City of Hope, that is for sure. That sentiment is clearly very much reciprocated by everybody in the business products industry. That about wraps it up for today. Thank you very much, Greg and Matt, for your time today and for sharing some fantastic insights. Thank you for listening to this episode of OPI Talk. For more from this interview with Greg and Matt, and also for an update on the forthcoming City of Hope virtual tour, which will take place on the 15th of June, make sure you check out the July-August issue of OPI magazine. This content will only be available to OPI subscribers. If you're not already a member of OPI, please go to the OPI website, opi.net, and click on the subscribe button near the top right of the homepage. Please join us soon for another episode of OPI Talk.